Welcome to the Blessed Hope Podcast. This is the premiere episode of The Blessed Hope. I'm Kim Riddlebarger, your host for the next 20 minutes or so. And to kick things off, let's address four questions about The Blessed Hope podcast. Who, when, why, and what? As for who, if you are listening to this podcast, you probably know something about me. I have recently retired as Senior Pastor of Christ Reformed Church in Anaheim and I've spent the last 25 years preaching and in pastoral ministry. I'm now a visiting professor of systematic theology at Westminster Seminary in California, so I'm recently retired, but I'm not unemployed. You may also know me from the White Horse Inn. For many years, I was co-host, along with my good friends and colleagues, Michael Horton and Rod Rosenblatt and Ken Jones. I've written four books, two in the field of eschatology or end times, a case for amillennialism, and The Man of Sin, a book about the Antichrist. It's not my spiritual autobiography. I've written a book on B.B. Warfield entitled The Lion of Princeton. I think Warfield was one of America's greatest and most important theologians. And I've also written a book which is an exposition of 1 Corinthians in the Lectio Continua series. I've even written a number of chapters for multiple author books, the most recent being chapters on the eschatology of the Reformers, and another on B.B. Warfield as apologist. I'm also the proprietor of the Riddle blog, which started way back in 2005. Hard to believe I've been at that for 16 years. But I've recently updated the Riddle blog. I moved over to Squarespace 7.0, and it works much better with iPhones and Android devices and tablets. To go along with the move, I've established a new domain address, kimriddlebarger.com, one word, all lowercase, kimriddlebarger.com, and there you can find the show notes for each of the podcasts, as well as access to a number of free resources that have accumulated over the years, including things related to the topics we're going to be discussing in future broadcasts. When? Well, Initially, I'll attempt to crank out a new Blessed Hope episode on a monthly basis as I settle into retirement and hopefully get better at editing and production. Well, then the time lag between the episodes, Lord willing, will decrease. Why the Blessed Hope? Why another podcast? Monardism.com lists 100 Reform podcasts. And that's just those with Reformed distinctives that are aimed at a Reformed audience. And there have to be a gazillion more with crossover or broader interest. The best thing about a podcast is that it doesn't have to be all things to all people. A podcast is usually focused upon a narrow audience interested in a specific topic. So That's what I'm going to do here. I'll talk about Reformed theology, but my emphasis will fall upon the exposition of the letters of Paul with matters related to eschatology regularly addressed. That's because Paul is known as the theologian of the two ages and who very shortly before his own martyrdom wrote these words to Titus, a young pastor friend on the island of Crete, from Titus chapter 2, verses 11 through 13. Paul writes, For the grace of God has appeared 
bringing salvation for all people, training us to renounce ungodliness and worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession who are zealous for good works. So I pick the name Blessed Hope because as Paul tells Titus, the Lord's bodily return at the end of the age to raise the dead and judge the world and make all things new is at the heart of New Testament hope and eschatology. This is the great end times event for which we all eagerly wait, especially in times of great intellectual and cultural disruption, such as the age in which we now live. But let me give you three more reasons, or or better, trends, why I think the Blessed Hope podcast is worth doing. First, as my career winds down, I can look back across time as a witness to a sustained deterioration of American Christianity. I'm not thinking here of the mainline churches, which have been hemorrhaging membership as far back as 25 years ago. I am thinking of evangelicalism. and I've been a participant and an observer in the movement from the days when I first became a self-conscious churchgoer in my late teens until now. The church I attended in college had a very famous Bible teacher, preacher as the pastor, who was a first-rate expositor of God's Word. If you attended that church, you stuck out like a sore thumb if you didn't have your own NASB Ryrie Study Bible that was very well-worn and had lots of notes and highlighting. You were worried that if you opened your Bible during the sermon on Sunday morning and it wasn't marked up, something was wrong with you. Maybe you weren't having a sufficient devotional or quiet time, and everyone else was feverishly taking more notes and highlighting more passages. That was a culture in which Christians love God's Word. They read their Bibles, they knew what was in them. That's not the case anymore. Biblical ignorance is rampant. In every poll that's taken, professing Christians demonstrate an abysmal level of biblical and doctrinal knowledge. There is a declining interest in God's Word as a source of truth. One example of this is the recent Ligonier state of theology poll, and when the question was asked, is Jesus the first and greatest created being by God, which is the ancient heresy of Arianism, perhaps the most pernicious heresy in church history, over 60% of the respondents answered yes. Sad. My generation, the baby boomers and the Gen Xers who came after me, we're told over and over again by the experts that the way to attract people to church was to make the church more affirming, to focus less upon doctrine because it bores people and it divides people, and instead to offer worship services to which people could relate. In other words, make the church more attuned to pop culture. And so you know the story, the praise band replaces the beloved but elderly Irma struggling to play that difficult Bach piece on the church's organ. Well, after two generations of doing precisely that, the evangelical church, for all intents and purposes, has de-evangelized itself. Watching this train wreck unfold over the course of the last 25 years 
There are days when I do feel like we're living under what the prophet Amos described as a famine of the word. Evangelicalism as a movement has largely crashed and burned. And an evangelical movement without an evangel is a movement destined to irrelevance. That's why in my own pastoral ministry I committed myself to expository preaching because I think it's vital that God's people read and know and love God's word. And so I'll bring the same focus to the Blessed Hope, and I'll explain more about that in a bit. A second reason for doing the Blessed Hope podcast. I think there's a real need for accessible theological discussion areas of special interest to Christians who identify with or who are interested in Reformed theology and doctrine, but there are also those who just want to listen in, or there are those who may disagree, or there are those who may not yet have made up their minds. And there's still a whole bunch of five sola evangelicals out there who may like what I'll be doing here at the Blessed Hope. I love teaching theology and doctrine, and as many of you know, my particular area of interest is eschatology, specifically the presentation and defense of amillennialism, and that in contrast to the dispensationalism and its influence upon much of evangelicalism, although dispensationalism, too, is really on the wane. That is not to say that dispensationalists are enemies or that they're heretics or any other such thing. I was a dispensationalist for much of my life. But I do think the dispensational hermeneutic is antithetical to much of Reformed theology, and that hermeneutic makes large portions of the Bible sadly obscure. So given the name of the podcast, The Blessed Hope, expect that I'm going to spend a fair bit of time and energy on things associated with eschatology. As for the third reason for doing this podcast, well, I like to recommend books and resources to those Christians who in addition to their theological interests, like to read and study history or tackle various controversies. And so ministers and professors who do get paid to regularly read and study, well, we're often familiar with resources that may be of importance and interest to those in our circles, those in our churches. So to encourage folks to read widely, I plan to do an occasional book review and make reading recommendations on difficult subjects that may be of interest and perhaps point out some useful resources, especially about the matters we'll be talking about here at the Blessed Hope. As for what? Well, I'm going to start with a series on Paul's letter to the Galatians. So for now, let's think of it as season one. We'll go through the book of Galatians, verse by verse. We'll focus upon the doctrine and content spelled out by Paul in that letter, including those places where Paul does address eschatological matters. My goal in doing this is to make Galatians accessible and to encourage you to read and study Galatians on your own. And my hope is that you'll become familiar with this book, that you'll know the background to it, and that you'll understand the history of its interpretation, along with being aware of some of the issues that are currently under debate. That means we're going to tackle controversies such as the new perspective on Paul. And I'll explain to you, for example, why I think the old perspective on Paul still gets Paul right. And I agree with Stephen Westerholm, who is a well-known New Testament scholar, who once said that anybody who thinks Martin Luther misread Paul and steered the Reformation in the wrong direction ought to take up a career in metallurgy. I think Westerholm gets that right. 
So I'm not going to shy away from the various controversies and interpreted difficulties, but that's not going to drive the content of future podcasts. My goal really is to help you understand Paul's letters, starting with Galatians, so that you gain a familiarity with these very important books of the Bible. And when we're finished with season one, and should I ask you the question, what is the book of Galatians about? And if you can answer that question, then I've done what I am setting out to do. But for all you New Testament geeks out there, don't expect discussions of grammar or syntax or verbal aspect or other important but technical minutiae. Such things are not of interest to those Christians who simply wish to know why Paul wrote Galatians, better understand the background to it, and understand what is in it. So, I will exposit the English text and make appeal to the original languages and technical stuff only when it's necessary. Well, what comes after our series on Galatians? How about a series on basic eschatology? I'll make the biblical case for amillennialism, as well as the necessity of a Christ-centered reading of the Bible. I'll cover what's come to be known as a two-age eschatology, this age and the age to come, because I see that as the New Testament's understanding of the course of redemptive history. Now, that means I'm not a millenarian. I'm not pre- or post-millennial. I'll talk about the Antichrist. We'll talk about the signs of the end. And we'll talk about the future of Israel, according to the Apostle Paul. After that, I hope to tackle the letters of Paul in historical but not canonical order. So after Galatians, let's tackle the two Thessalonian letters, which among other things are packed with matters of eschatological significance. And who knows, we may get as far as the two Corinthian letters, the book of Romans, the prison epistles, and the two letters to Timothy and to Titus. And if you ask nicely, maybe we'll get to Revelation and Daniel. We'll see. Between these short series on books of the Bible, we'll cover some miscellaneous topics that are personal interest to me. I might offer a book review or two, but then we'll get back to biblical studies. That's going to be our home base. I also have a quirky sense of humor, so there are going to be some surprises along the way, especially if the mood should strike me. But I'm not going to plan a podcast schedule farther out We'll see how it goes, depending upon how busy I am in retirement, what my schedule is going to look like. As you know, I'm also teaching at Westminster Seminary, California, and listener interest is going to be the critical factor in where the Blessed Hope goes long term. If you like what you hear here and it's worth doing, uh, we'll continue. If there's not sufficient interest, then we won't. So to prepare for our next podcast, we'll begin our time in Paul's letter to the Galatians. We'll revisit the who, when, why, and what questions, but this time in regard to the book of Galatians. Now, I know you're good students. I know some of you may want to know about textbooks in advance, but not really textbooks. I'm thinking more like background reading for those who wish to do so. I'm going to start with five books that I think will give you a very good understanding of Paul his life and ministry, the cultural and historical background for his missionary work, his basic theological categories, as well as some suggested resources on the book of Galatians for those of you who just want to know more. So I would recommend starting with F.F. F. Bruce's book, Paul the Apostle of the Heart Set Free. That book is a gem. It's a bit dated, 
It is pretty thin on Paul's theology, but Professor Bruce does a wonderful job of introducing Paul's life and his world. It's a, it's a book well worth reading. I'm also recommending Guy Prentice Waters' book, The Life and Theology of Paul. That's a short book, but it gives a great overview of the main doctrines or categories in Paul's letters. It's highly recommended, especially if you've not read anything more detailed about Paul's theology. Say, Herman Ritterboss's staple volume, Paul, An Outline of His Theology. When you read through Galatians, you simply have to read Martin Luther. Thankfully, there's a new and very readable translation of Luther's famous commentary, and it comes from 1517 Publishing. This is Luther at his best. So let me give you a taste with a couple of Luther quotes about Paul's purpose in writing his letter to the Galatians. Luther says, Therefore, this doctrine, he's talking now about justification, this doctrine can never be taught, urged, or repeated often enough. If this doctrine should be lost, then also the doctrine of truth, life, and salvation will have been lost and disappeared. If this doctrine should flourish, then everything good will also flourish. Religion, true service to God, glory to God, and the correct understanding of all that is necessary for a Christian in all aspects of his life. And then there's this one. The gospel as taught by Paul is a unique doctrine, higher than the wisdom, righteousness, and religions of the world by far, for it teaches nothing but the free forgiveness of sins through Christ. It leaves everything else in its place and endorses all good things created by God. But the world prefers the works of creation over their creator. To make matters worse, through them, it eagerly tries to take away its own sin, shake itself free from death, and merit eternal life. The gospel, says Luther, damns all that. In turn, the world can't tolerate anyone damning and taking away the things it cherishes the most. So you can see Luther's not one to mince words or pull punches. If you want to take a look at the book of Galatians from a distinctly Reformed confessional perspective, there's J.V. Fesco's Exposition of Galatians in the Lectio Continua series, and that's also highly recommended. For those who want something more detailed and a bit more technical, I highly recommend Douglas Moo's 2013 Commentary on Galatians, and you can find that in the Baker Exegetical Commentary on the New Testament series. That's a technical volume for pastors and and well-read Christians, but it does have the detail that some of you may be looking for, and it is pretty solid and, and highly recommended. So what I'll do is I'll put the details of this very brief bibliography in the show notes that you can find at the Riddle blog. Most important, however, is that you give Galatians a careful read at least once, maybe twice, maybe three times before season one opens. If you have an audio Bible, I suggest listening to it once or twice as well. You often pick up different things hearing letters like Galatians read audibly as opposed to reading them. So if you have an audio version, um, listen to this book of Galatians in one sitting all the way through a couple of times. I think you'll find that really helpful. And so then as we wrap up this introductory podcast introducing you to the Blessed Hope, I simply ask that if I've tweaked your interest, well, be sure to check out my blog for updates and for any new podcast release dates. My blog is the Riddle Blog, 
You can find it at kimriddlebarger.com, one word, kimriddlebarger.com, the Riddle blog. You can follow me on Twitter and Facebook, which I use to update folks about what's new on the blog. I also am on Instagram, and there I post more personal stuff, and you can check that out as well. Finally, if I may ask of you a favor, if you think that future podcasts on these subjects will be of value or interest, help me spread the word. So tell a friend, tell folks at your church about this podcast. And if you have time, um, I'd just ask you leave a good rating or maybe even a comment at iTunes. That's a great way to help get this blog established. I'm also very interested in feedback, and you can leave that in the comment section of the Riddle blog. Uh, I'd like you to ask any questions you might have, because if those questions are of interest and relate to our topic, I'll ask and try and answer them during the podcast. So hopefully that'll be a regular feature of later editions of The Blessed Hope. So I'm interested in feedback, pro and con. It would be very helpful to me as we go forward. As we're going to see in the coming podcasts, the book of Galatians is truly the Magna Carta of Christian liberty. And here in this great letter, Paul placards Jesus Christ in his gospel, which is the only gospel. So it's a great book, and the more we know about it, the better off we're going to be. So until next time, let's keep Paul's words in Titus 2, 11-13 in mind. Let us live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in the present age, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us to redeem us from all lawlessness and to purify for himself a people for his own possession, who are zealous for good works. Until next time, Maranatha, Lord come.